Hello everyone, my name is Kendall and welcome to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. And just like any book club, we'll only be spending half the time actually talking about books. And this is that half. In these book club episodes of this podcast, my guests and I will be bonding over my favorite hobby, reading. Getting to know their relationship to books, the ones they love, the ones that have made the biggest impact on them, and so much more. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that my guests and I will be sharing our own personal experiences, opinions, and possible book spoilers throughout this episode and all future episodes. Let's get started. So official. So official. Just announces it for you. I know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another book club episode, and I'm back with my friend Kara. Kara, thank you for being here again. Yay, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. I feel like I told you this last time, but this feels much low, lower pressure. I'm not talking about myself, just talking about books. <laughs> and a topic that you like. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like I don't even have to ask you the first question, but I'm going to anyway. Kara, do you like to read, and what is your relationship to reading? I love reading and honestly it's changed my relationship with reading has changed a lot throughout the years I was a big reader when I was little and then I went to an IB high school which was so much reading and writing but it was all books I couldn't choose so I was a doobie like some of my friends didn't actually do the reading I did all the reading because I was too scared Mm -hmm. not to um but I like I felt like reading became a chore and it was forced mm. upon me. And then through college, I like didn't really read much again beyond what I had to yeah. read. I would pick up like Harry Potter here and there, um, but I didn't really get into new books or adult books. And then a couple years ago, I one of my friends told me about a book I needed to read and she was like, go get you back into reading. And then Goodreads became a big thing with all those yearly book challenges. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And ever since then... I'm back into reading. So what was that book? Okay. I screenshot it because I didn't want to get the author wrong. It's called The Guest List and it is by, oh, by Lucy Foley. Yeah. She's so, so good. It That's moves so funny. Fast. Yeah. Wait, I feel like I, we were like DMing or texting during that time. Probably. Yeah. You had like already read it. Yeah. That or The Hunting Party, I think is her. I haven't read The Hunting Party yet, but it's on my list. Yeah. One of those two are very similar. I'm trying to remember which one. I like one a little bit more than the other, but they're very similar. I'll read anything she writes. Darker, right? Something like that. But I think that one about, is that a war? No, it's a very similar plot. Okay. Just different place. And I think I like the guest list better if I'm not mistaken. So good. But I'll, I'll read anything she writes. Like, yeah. And I like that it, it had one big twist, like the end, because it's a murder mystery. The end was like the, oh my gosh, who did it? But all throughout, there were little mini twists and surprises, which just, yeah. Kept and yeah. every chapter switched perspectives of different characters. So it like, yeah. every time you'd be like, okay, I'll read one more chapter. But then you're like, wait, now I need to see what the other character thinks. Yeah. And you read another and one. Do you ever like find that there's a character, when books are like that, where they have different perspectives? for each chapter do you find that you like somebody more than the other so you're like oh my wow, gosh yes I want to read Kara's chapter like get yeah, me and Kara. I'll keep, yeah I'll keep reading until I get to them again yeah you're like oh we're back yeah yeah I like that too yeah wow that was kind of recent then that's crazy that that was like what got you back in I mean great yeah, choice like, like three years ago yeah years ago. not not yeah not long ago at all and so then from that moment on you've just been reading Yep. Like crazy. Not so as much you, as you. I don't, I can't keep up with you, but <laughs> I mean, I feel like 
I feel like since I started this podcast, I have to live up to, like, <laughs> you know, and you do a lot of audiobooks, which those you can multitask yeah. during. I've listened to an audiobook like yesterday and today all throughout my work day. And I'm like, that's what I do with pod- well, not during work, but that's what that's me with podcasts. Yeah. I'll always have a podcast mm-hmm. on. Yep. I don't know. I read a lot and I think it ebbs and flows. Like I, there are moments where I'm like going through a lot of books and then there are moments where I'm in like a slump and I'm like, I need a good book. Somebody send me a good book. Yes. And so it depends, but usually I'm reading more than one at the same time. I can't which is do also that. wild. Yeah. Well, I recently was reading one with a friend of mine. So we would read like six chapters a week. So it was just like, I would take a day and that would be my evening would be reading the six chapters okay. and then I'm done. Yeah. And then I had a week and then I was reading something else for like myself. So that's kind of how that works sometimes. But I think it was, was it a week ago or two weeks ago? I was reading like, it was like four at the same time because one was an audiobook, <laughs> One was the one my friend and I read. And then the other, like, it's just, it's wild. I'm trying one, to keep track of them all. Yeah. One is a book that I'm going to suggest to you today because I'm going to have the authors on in a couple episodes. So I'm like Ooh. trying to juggle a bunch of books, but yeah, I read like multiple at the same time sometimes and I get a little overwhelmed. Yeah, but, I'm sure. You know, yeah. <laughs> but that's cool though, that you've gotten into reading and you've kind of stuck with it. From when you were a kid to now, are you reading the same genres or have you found that you're falling into new ones? Where do you lie? I'm pretty consistent. I like a good like murder mystery or a murder mystery adjacent. Mm-hmm. And I like a rom-com romance quick read. And wow. I, that's the same with when I was younger. Interesting. Those are like, yeah. I wouldn't say they're opposites, but it's a very. <laughs> yeah, no, they kind of are. Yeah. So then have you read like. Colleen Hoover. Verity. Almost all of them. Yep. Okay. Yes, Verity is like a Verity. nice mix of the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> two of those topics. Yeah. Interesting. So then what is, when you were a kid, what were some of the ones that you read that were like romancy or mysteries? Like what were the kid ones other than Harry Potter? I love Harry Potter. Um, I've tried to find this book since then, like a a couple years ago, one of my students in like second grader asked me like, what was your favorite book growing up? And Mm -hmm. I remembered this book. It was like the identity or identity, something like that. But it was about a girl who she didn't know that she had this like twin and they were separated at birth and it was all about like her identity but there was some like weird sci-fi thing going on with it too of like trying to was it twitches no it wasn't twitches (laughs) although I do love twitches (laughs) I I can't find it and I remember because like you know when you're in elementary school there's those summer reading challenges that your public library does yeah or if your mom's a teacher she makes her own and you have double yes Yes. So I would always do the public library challenges because I wanted the prize. And I remember vividly like walking through the library aisles and finding this one. And I was like, this is it. And it has like, it had like a thumbprint on the cover. I cannot find it. But it was so good. And I I still think about it to this day because it just had that like a little bit of fantasy, but also could be kind of true if you stretch your brain a little Mm -hmm. bit. Now I want to like find it for you. I know. I'm going to do a deep dive in Google and try something identity, double identity, something something something. like that. Interesting. So now that you're reading a lot, when is the time that you read? Almost exclusively like bedtime. Okay. During the summer, I'll like pick up a book here and there during the day. But I mean, when during the working 
during the 10 months of my life where I am working full time, <laughs> it's like, there is not a chance I could read any other time. I was going to say, you don't get like a lunch break where you can like sit in your classroom and read. Uh, like 15, <laughs> 12 minute break. So I'm like sparking <laughs> down my lunch, going to the bathroom, checking my mailbox, checking my email. So yeah, no, no, that's funny yeah. though. Okay. So you're a night reader like me. Do you have yeah. like a little night light thing and everything? I do. Uh, it doesn't attach to my book, but I have like a big lamp and then attached mm-hmm. to it has a little one that, uh, yeah. used to read. And then yeah. I don't have to get up to turn it off. I can just reach over yep. and then fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, I've turned to a Kindle girl the past like year ish. Really? So, yeah. I still, I'm not against a a hardcover at all, mm-hmm. but it's easier. Like for the library, I can just borrow a book and it goes, I don't have to go anywhere. Uh, that's true. Yeah. It's just straight on my Kindle, which has been really nice. Also nice. Cause you can turn the lights out mm-hmm. and still read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love my Kindle. I always tell myself that's what I'm going to bring on vacation or like when I'm traveling. And then mm-hmm. somehow I always end up having like a physical book instead, yeah. but I just love a physical book. Yeah. Like there is something so I wish I could fall in love with my Kindle as much, but I just, but anyway, I just like going to my library. I like that errand. So, and I can walk to my library. So I think oh, yeah, that's nice. that also helps, but I, I would like to get into my Kindle. Cause I do remember like reading a series and being able to have both books and then like finish one and just pop open the next. What yes. a dream. It's so nice. like dream. last night I finished a book and there was a book already ready for me. Like, yep. this looks ready to download. And I was like, perfect. Perfect timing. <laughs> exactly what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. So are you someone that finishes a book every time you read it? Or do you stop reading a book halfway through? Like where do I'll you get give it sick like of a, it or not? a quarter of a, I've okay. only stopped two books in my adult life. Really? And both okay. of them, I tried really hard, but I couldn't even get past a quarter of it. I was like, it's not worth it. Like I'm not enjoying it. It's taking me okay. forever because when I'm, you're not into it, it's slow. Yeah. Question for you. And I've started asking this question now as somebody who wants this advice for herself. <laughs> what do you think if there is any etiquette to telling somebody who suggested a book that you didn't like, like a friend that you didn't like their book that they suggested? Oh my gosh, that's funny. I don't even think about it. I like my, I have a really close friend at school, Liv, and we share re- reading recommendations all mm-hmm. the time. And neither of us has a problem with just being like, what were you thinking? Like that book was horrible. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, maybe that's bad. <laughs> we're just so close that yeah, we're not offended. I mean, you shouldn't be right. Everybody has yeah. different tastes, but I think about that. We're like, let's not say like somebody's, Yeah. Let's say somebody's like, this is my favorite book. You should read it. And then you pick it up and you're like, this is not very good. Yeah. How does like Daisy Jones you know? in the six. Did you say you're reading or did read? I I read it. Yeah. Okay. I, I loved it. Olivia yeah. can finish it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I really liked it. Seven yeah. Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I really liked. Seven Husbands. I liked even better than Daisy Jones. Mm-hmm. And then I Daisy I, Jones I, had a slow start, but then it, it, it was good. Yeah. I started Malibu Rising and I didn't get through it. I didn't like it. So I, but I, everybody loves her books. So yeah. What is it? Taylor Jenkins read. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite book? Oh, I don't, I don't think I have one. That's okay. I feel yeah. like I need to stop asking people this. Cause it's like, really, say that? well, I mean, or people give a book, but like, I think it's so rude to pick one. 
It's so hard. And like, even last year, I did a little Instagram recap of like all the Mm. books I read in 2022. And I was like, I can't even list my favorites, but here's ones that stood out. And like, Mm. some of them stood out because I was shocked by the ending or some of them stood out because I read it in a day. Like, I wouldn't say any of them were my favorite, but they all stood out for different reasons. Isn't that interesting? I have the same thought process. Like I think there are reasons why books are my favorite, but it's not because I don't, there's like reasons for it. And it's not like one, like you said, this one I read in one day and I just thought it was so good. Or Harry Potter pulls on my heartstrings from my right, childhood. It's nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Like there's my dad used reasons. to read Harry Potter to us all together and yeah. he like, do all the silly voices. And so it's just like nostalgic. Exactly. Yeah. Lord of the Flies, I'll always say is one of my favorites. And it's just one I read so many years throughout school, like all throughout yeah. high school in college. I dissected it a million times. I've dissected the film. Like that's just, dark too. Yeah, I know. I I also like am interested in the concept of these kids being put on an okay, island yeah. and having to like, you know, socially figure out hierarchy and everything else. But like, it's interesting to sit down and actually think of like, why is this book my favorite? Or why is it one that stuck out to me? And what about it? And yeah. then having to explain that to somebody else when you're like, you should read it because yeah well, really and they're good. like uh. <laughs> okay I screenshot this one too because I didn't want to get the author wrong it's a um tell me lies yeah I read um, it's a few by years Carola, ago. Carola Lovering it was like it made my stomach hurt the whole time yeah. it was like so toxic you wanted to root for the girl even though she was making such poor choices you yeah. hated the boy yeah it's like but it was still one of my favorite reads of last year yeah. It's, and people are like, well, why? I'm like, well, it just makes your stomach hurt. Like the whole yeah. time I felt so anxious and like my heart felt heavy. But yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to be like so entranced in a story like that? Yeah. Like I think it's easy to do that via film or TV because you're like seeing it, but to be so sucked into a book like that. And then for me, sometimes, yeah, like I sit up and I'm like, no one's around. Like I can't tell right, anybody. You have to like bring yourself back to reality. The Netflix movie I was thinking of was The Weekend Away, which was also a great book. Oh, I, I haven't read Tell the Me book Lies was a yeah. like Hulu something. It was a Hulu TV show. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Which I did like that it wasn't exactly the same. Like some of the characters. Oh, I couldn't watch the show. It, it was good, but it's not the same. Uh, yeah. It, I started it and all of a sudden I was like, this doesn't feel the same. Although it's been years since I've read the book. I read it yeah. out of college, but it was something that I could read it. And not be as frustrated, but like watching the show, I was infuriated. Yeah, and I think and being I think, older too, I was like, this is nothing. Yeah, for some reason, the girl in the book was so easy to root for, but in yes. the show, I just like, I was couldn't, like, you're, you're dumb. Like, you're making bad choices. Couldn't root for her. Yeah, yeah I think that's what it was. And then he was just, I mean, a good horrible. actor because I was horrible, angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, and then The Weekend Away, I never read the book, but yeah, that movie was really good on Netflix. That, I know this is one of your questions about what's better, the book or the movie, and I have a probably unpopular opinion about this this answer, but The Weekend Away book, so much better. Really? Okay, then maybe I'll read the book. So much better. There's so many more details that keep you guessing. The whole, Like, I feel like the movie was more predictable. I didn't get it. <laughs> really? And I'll I mean, tell you this, it's different. So you can read the book and oh, okay. it's the same. I was going to ask. Okay. No, I didn't. I, I'm trying to remember. I think I thought, spoiler alert for everybody that hasn't <laughs> read or watched the movie. I think I thought it was the cop for like the whole time. And okay. then the last scene where it is the husband, 
like really surprised me like it didn't yeah. but it did so yeah oh now I'm gonna read the book oh yeah you gotta read it it's so much better interesting speaking of like movies compared to books did you ever read the book I think it's the luckiest girl alive and the no, movie with I've Mila heard Kunis it. came out I've heard it's good I've seen the movie I've seen the movie really like the movie I haven't read the book but I own it and I okay. want to do that it's in your list point. yeah it's on my list but I really like the movie yeah so then in general do you think usually the book is better than the movie okay I think whatever I read or watch first I like better really yeah like if I watch the movie first I t- okay um what was that show during COVID uh Little Fires Everywhere yes watched it with my mom over COVID because there was nothing else to do and so loved it tried to read the book couldn't get into it really yeah so and is I this think a pattern should- for you this yeah. is like every single time I almost always read first though so my okay. answer would almost always be the book is better so then as a kid did you like read the Hunger Games or read Divergent or like those books and then also see yeah and did you have the same reaction yep Twilight read all the books first liked mm-hmm. them way better Hunger Games read the books first liked them better never got into the Divergent series so I never read or watched those but yes yeah, like whatever I do first I I like feel like not too. And I feel like, no, you're, they're doing it wrong. Like this isn't the same as what yeah. I just read or yeah. watched or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. But the I only never... thing I can think of that I watched first, well, uh, whatever, what's that? The one with Mila Kunis. Uh, the luckiest girl alive. Yeah. I watched. I don't even remember much about that movie though. So I, maybe I'd it like that. Really better. Good. But yeah, little fires everywhere is the only thing. Oh, mm-hmm. and the sweet Magnolias series on Netflix. So that's a book. It's a, it's a whole series of books. I read the first three, but then they just got so different that I didn't have an interest in continuing reading them. The books were good, but they were really different from the show. So it was like hard to even compare. Yeah. Which I'd like better. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I've never watched the show and I didn't know it was a Did you answer? What's your favorite book? Give me a couple. Give me a couple favorite books as we've sat here comparing. Okay. The guest list. Cause it got me back okay. into reading. I okay. will always suggest that to anyone who hasn't read it. Okay. Um, Verity. It's, really? I, yeah. I feel like it's an answer that a lot of people probably give just because Colleen Hoover's like all the rage right now, but I feel like it has a little piece of everything you want in a book mm-hmm. to keep it. also in. wasn't like, that long. Right. Like, it, it was, was a that, very I read that book. Read. I read it in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, when my power was out, actually, so it was kind of spooky. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, um, Harry Potter, just nostalgic." Classic. Yeah, the first one, of course. Yeah, it's my favorite of the movies too. Mine too. Mm-hmm. I've watched it like a thousand times. So actually, funny. shout out Emma and I used to watch it when we would spend Thanksgiving together, like while my parents were living abroad. Aww. She and I watched it like. We spent like three or four Thanksgiving together and we watch it every year. That's cute. I guess that, I mean, that's a small list, but they, each of them are like, like Verity I love because it's so unexpected and has a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. The whole Harry Potter series I love is just nostalgic. And I love the guest list because it got me back into reading. So I guess those will be my list. Although I can't pick a favorite. (laughs) And there's so many good ones that I didn't just list also. Okay. So that's three. That's a good number. Yeah. Three for all different reasons. Yeah. So what's your favorite genre? 
I love a mystery mm-hmm. of any kind. Murder mystery. I guess they're almost exclusively murder mysteries or like a whodunit type of book. Mm-hmm. And I love just like a romance or like a, a lighter romance, the heavier, deeper ones. Like, like I just recently read me before you and it was so good, but it was like, Ooh, I need something lighter than this. Never read that. Oh, it's a romance, but it is not a happy, fun, light romance. Oh, no to self. Yeah. Ugh. Really good, but heavy. Have you read, um, Just like literally left my brain. <laughs> wow. Red, white, and royal blue. No, but it's on my list. It's, it's very popular. It's really good. The movie comes out on Amazon in August. At Dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. And both male leads are very attractive and really nice to look at. Um, and I will say I really liked the banter. Like the okay. banter in it was so good and so well written and so funny and so quick and I just like got a real kick out of it. Is Red it white. does it take place in America? So it takes place in DC and in England. Okay, okay. I thought there was something British about it. Yeah. So the premise is that the son of the American president, who's a woman in the book, and <laughs> and the son of the king or queen in England so like the prince are like mortal enemies but not really they're just like don't like each other never liked each other and so they end up falling in love throughout the book and it's like very funny it reminds me kind of like (laughs) it's kind of like has those Amanda Bynes moments from like um what a girl wants thank you god I can't think of anything today what a girl wants so that was just a shot in the dark yeah but what a girl wants like where she like you know the English customs that this person's trying to like okay like not proper enough yeah and then like you know having to be these two heads of these families that are on a you know on a world stage and people are watching them and the media is watching them and it's like very princess yeah yeah and it's just it's very cute and it's very sweet and like it was a it was a good love story I like really enjoyed it and I just okay good to know well written yeah and I'm excited to see the movie there's always a long wait at the library for it so it's a good sign it means it's good but it is yeah (laughs) red white and royal blue by Casey McQuinston and then I was gonna say have you ever read the seven and a half lives of Evelyn Hardcastle my god I have to say that again no it sounds very similar to the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo so it's funny because I read both The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle at the same time. Both books completely different. Oh my god. But goodness. I read them at the same time and that was very funny. But it's Yeah, find it on Goodreads. It's The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton. It looks like this. You can't see. Oh, also the book is seven and a half is number, not written out as word. Oh, that's why I did that might be. But it, it's a good read should know. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, it came right up. But it's Oh, a, it's already on my want to read list. Yep. It's a whodunit. It's somebody, the main character wakes up in a different person's body each time they die. And Ooh. it's all the same people at one dinner party or weekend party, and somebody dies, and their whole thing as the main character is they have to find out who killed Evelyn Hardcastle. And they keep as they get closer to figuring out who done it, they keep waking up in a different character and a different 
party attendees body and experiencing their version of the night and it's okay good. yeah that sounds good and you think just by the premise it's good the ending was shocker chef's kiss like Woo! it was I'm excited out of nowhere and very good so I'll that one's really good I like that but you and I both love a good mystery thriller love a mystery and I love when I can't predict them. I feel like I've read and watched so many mysteries that usually I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's, I had another one that, oh my gosh, the ending. It's like, you think you, you think it's over. And then the last page, something else happened. And it's like, <gasps> oh, I like that. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, if you haven't read it, you have, uh, the couple next door by Sherry LaPena. I think that might be on my list, but I don't know that I've read it. She has a lot of like mystery books. It is so good. Yep. It's on my list, but I haven't read it. It's good. And it's shocking. Cause again, you, it's like, oh man, this is so predictable. And then as soon as you think it's over, it is not over. It's not? No. Do you read, um, Riley Sager, Sager books? Sorry for my mispronunciation. Not that I know of. He writes like all of these just, again, it's very it's like Lucy Foley. Like I will read every book that he ever writes because it's just so good. And it's, I think it's, you're a teacher. S-A-G-E-R. Is that Sager? Sager? A-G-E-R. Names are, names can be different. I would say Sager, but I don't know. You're telling me. My dyslexic ass has been reading the name M-O-Y-O or something. And I've been reading Mona for the last like- (laughs) 150 pages and then I finally looked at it again yesterday or something and I was like that's not Mona there's like literally not an end in that name but I've been reading it like that the whole time it's like when like in the bible there's names I have no idea what they are just make them up and keep going with it oh my god any fantasy book could yeah tell you just make it up name, right no making it up but yeah he writes really good books and his latest one the only one left was so good like oh so good and then Survive mystery? the Night was really good. Yeah, they're all mystery thrillers. Final Girls, like all of them are really good. I've read probably. Oh, it's already already marked as one to read. Oh, it has a great Goodreads rating. The only one left. Mm-hmm. So good. And the cover is just also very well done. It's like really great cover, I think. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Have you ever read any kind of like a thriller with a horror aspect or are you only like into the mystery side? You like won't do anything gory or like horary it depends how gory so taylor adams is another author that writes really good like thrillers but they they have a little gore in them they have a little like horror Mm. aspect to them gory aspect like there's just blood (laughs) like you know you're like explaining yeah like people are getting hurt you know what I mean? Okay, and like okay. kidnappings, murder, and the suspense is like on the page on top of the like blood and actual gore. But okay, that's how I felt like the couple next door was, although it's not okay, not all that gory. But I will say, No Exit by Taylor Adams is one of my favorites. Like, I and then Hulu did a movie of it and it was not as good. Sorry, at, like at all. And but it was so good and it just and they're quick and fast so good hi violet at walking across yeah meow back at you 
you want to read too? She is so, I love her so much, but she but loves a book. To eat it. When I, like a, a, like a physical book. When I hold mm-hmm. it, she's pawing at it. She's nuzzling up against it. She's like biting the pages. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I know you wish you could read, but you can't. You can just read aloud to her. <laughs> I should. And then Dash gets jealous. And he'll just like put his body right in front of the book so that I can't read it anymore. And he's like, like, Hey, I'm here, mom. So what are some book tropes that you love? I know this is so cliche, but I do love an enemies to lover. I feel like it's just so, it's so common, but it can be done in so many different ways. Yes. Even like what you just described, red, white, and royal blue, you know? I've said on this podcast multiple times that enemies to lovers is not my fave. It's like not, I don't read a lot of romance books, but it's like not the one I gravitate towards. Red, white, and royal blue. I really liked it. I have recently, I'm in the middle of reading a book right now that I'm like eating it up. Another enemies to lovers? Eating it up. Like (laughs) I'm obsessed. And it's actually a really popular book right now. It's all over TikTok, all over Instagram. Um, it's called Fourth Wing. And it's oh my a gosh, I book. see that. Yeah, all over book talk. So good. Mm. And I this is the first fantasy book I've read in a very long time. And yeah, I know I haven't picked up fantasy since I was a child. So good. Like so good. Can't pronounce the names, but I'm like here for it. <laughs> Make my and but I won't give any spoilers, but like the enemies to lovers in it, I'm all for. And I think that's what it is. Like I, I, I like certain ones. Like I've said, yeah. like strangers to lovers, like yeah. or enemies that it's not really your fight. And then you realize that like, it isn't your fight kind of Romeo and Juliet style, right? Where you're yeah. like, we didn't have any beef, but like our families did. Um, or I don't know, red, white, and royal blue, like they're beef is so trivial and it's just because they don't know each other like you just never put down that wall enough to realize like that other person and I could have a lot in common yeah we just got off on the wrong foot kind of thing so I think that's where it's can be sweet and cute I've read a ton that are like co-workers up for the same promotion or um like two bosses at opposing firms mm. or companies. And it's like those, those enemy to lovers are fun because it's like, how are they going to balance this? Like in the workplace? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it'll turn me off is if one, I think this is probably where it turns me off every time. It's like what, if one person is like truly toxic and I think like yes. corrupts the other person or, or, you know, does this horribly shitty Someone changes thing. too yeah. much the, the niche yeah. that the other person wants. I agree with that. That I think is where it gets tricky. And especially, it's always the woman. It's Ugh. the woman who changes to fit the role of this man she works with or whatever. And it's like, Bleh. yeah, or who, who has to show the compassion and the empathy and like the nurturing, like it's such bullshit. Like how about yeah. you just like grow up? Just grow Agreed. up. I'm not into that kind of romance. No, not either. But yeah, I, I take back my stance here now. <laughs> You're I growing. I don't Whoa. dislike an enemy's to oh lovers. My goodness. I'm sorry. She's <laughs> she's needy right now. And then what are some other themes or character 
traits or, you know, styles in a book? Like what are some things that you just love? I love, which I already talked about with the guest list, um, when chapters alternate, whether mm-hmm. it be perspective of character or timelines, like I, I want to make sure I get this right. <laughs> I recently read really good, um, new summer book every summer after. <gasps> so good. Oh my what, God. What's Car- the author? Carly, Carly fortune. Yes. Thank it's, you. Uh, that's one of my favorite books. I yeah. think like it keeps you hooked because every chapter is a different timeline so it's like it gives you a little bit more of the story every chapter oh. and I just need to read more I need to read more yes yes that's yeah. a great one yeah like giving a little bit of the timeline that's a great yes. way to put it you're just like well what did happen yeah what what are we fighting about what and yes. it's like we, yeah we know we're fighting we know where we yeah. are present day but why what happened yes. Yes. and you don't know it all at once oh that's a good one I, I also was- felt like that with where the crawdads sing it gives you yes. a little bit every time yeah. I, I like that in a book too. Now that you say that. Yeah. 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 Carly fortune's another one that I think I read her latest book. Like I'll read anything. She I'm still on the way. wait list at my library. Oh, it's, it's um, brand new. I bought it. It's I like, I, I liked every summer after so much that I was like, I'm about yeah, it. it. Was, that was really good. Also. I kind of thought it was the second to that story because it's like, what's it called? Like meet me at the lake or something. Yeah, And, and the so, front cover is very similar. I literally thought it was just the second to that story. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is a, this is also taking place at a lake and completely different. And that would have been a fun sequel because it's like, okay, we know now, like they got was, past all this trauma. They got past all this misunderstanding. Like mm-hmm. now what? Mm-hmm. So spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler Although alert. I guess it's, I mean, happy ending. Almost, almost yeah. every book has a happy yeah. ending. So then are you watching The Summer I Turned Pretty? I haven't read the books yet. So I I feel very, I feel like I want to read the books first. Um, I read the, I read the, I haven't read the books in years. I've read them in high school or, or uh, I had never they heard came of out. Series. I was obsessed. Oh, never it heard was, of it. I have the, I don't have it anymore because my mom and I went through like all of my books <laughs> and all the ones that were like, I had all the pretty little liars and then I had donated them. Cause I was like, I'm not going to read these again. I, I did that with like all my books. Should. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to read these but I had like the original cover for the summer I turned pretty and it's, I have now the set of the new ones, but it was, I like devoured it when I was a kid or when I was like a teenager or whatever it came yeah. out. And I, I was like, this, is, this is the theme or trope I love. Like the childhood friend that you fall in love with, like uh, yes. all I wanted in my life, like at a beach house, like yeah. that's all I wanted. Every summer after. Every summer after. Like that's, <laughs> That was the dream. And then yeah. you come, come one summer, all of a sudden puberty hit and like you're attractive now too. dreams. Oh my dreams. gosh. There's another, it's like 20, 28 summers, 23 summers. It's ve- very similar where they're like, they're only together every summer. Uh, 28 summers, Eileen, Elin, Ellen. I don't, it's E-L-I-N. Hel- Ellen? She, her, all her books take place in Nantucket and they're all like quick, easy reads. So far, all of them have been at least happy endings, like just light. They're good detox books. Like after, like after Verity, I was like, Ooh, I need (laughs) something light. I need a detox after the couple next door. There's Mm -hmm. some books that you just like are, they're so heavy. Yeah. Her books are good detox books. Yeah. They're light and fun and quick reads. 
I like and that. All I just, need like, that. Happy summer books. Yeah, I need a summer book. Yeah, I like that. All of hers that I've read yeah. so far are good. Yeah, uh, I think you should watch the summer. I turned pretty. I watch before reading. You think? I don't. I don't know. Uh, well, you're you're special now because you're the, you're gonna do find the books one follow. Over like, does book one follow I season know. one? See, it's been so long. Like I read them in high school or something. Like it's been so long that it's just, I think, I don't know, but I like, like both Sweet of them. Magnolias didn't, which also threw me off. It's season one wasn't book one. Then maybe you should I don't just know. read all the books. How many are there? Three. Oh, they're that's really not quick. Bad. And I think you'd enjoy them. They're young adults. So I'm sure they're quick. They're easy. You would read them really fast and then you can watch the show. And the show is like very sweet, very quick, very it's adorable. It's all over my TikTok. And I'm like, no, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. It's just so adorable. Like it's just a nice, sweet summer thing to watch, yeah. I think. Yeah. I love a little like light summer show. I also, what yeah. I see all over my TikTok is like, here I am a 30 year old woman watching this show meant for preteens. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, I'm with you. Sometimes yeah. you just need a light summer yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very cute. And the soundtrack's very good, I think. Yeah, Taylor Swift. I know. They do girl. they do a good job of like hitting the right emotions at the right time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did so you ever good. watch Wintry Hill? Yeah, I feel like I watched it on there. the soundtrack. So good. Yeah. Watched it on the CW. I watched it on, what is it, Warner Brothers or yep. the WB or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I was obsessed. Although this is not going to make it into this podcast. I don't know if it does. It has nothing to do with books. But I've noticed, and I wonder if I would feel the same if I read certain books now or watched other movies, but like when I was a teen and I was watching it, I was like, Lucas is um, so hot. Like I'm all for it. Love it. And now you're like, he's so toxic. Grew up. And I was like, ew. Me too. And then I was like, Nathan is it. Like Uh who who knew? I mean, Uh everybody knew, but I was like. I'm rewatching it now with the podcast. Like once Mm -hmm. I watched an episode a week to keep up with their podcast and I was always team Lucas always. And now, and I'm really smart reading boy. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. An author signed me an author and an athlete. Like he's got it all. Oh, he's great for Peyton, but he does everyone else so dirty. Uh, well, Peyton herself. I've never liked. Oh, I I have. I still have a person. She's she's traumatized. She needs to go to therapy. (laughs) Jesus. But also I wonder how much of that is like my own internalized misogyny and like right, when I right. feel the same if I watched it now but she was a yeah. shitty friend to Brooke and Brooke is yeah. a star like what character growth like she's oh my a star. gosh yes incredible yes. and Haley always been the same always been Haley. a catch Haley so good yes that's a good yeah. show Ugh. um speaking of this will bring us back to books a little having a soundtrack <laughs> that like makes or breaks a show or a book a lot of mm-hmm. Colleen Hoover books have like Spotify playlists that fans really? have made oh, to go along interesting. with the books. Yeah. And I think, she, I think she's made one or two herself. Um, Ooh. and it's just like another layer to the story that you like, listen I don't know to if I could you. listen to music. Yeah, me, I can't listen I to lyric, music with lyrics. Yeah. Especially if I knew the song. Yeah. I think it's because we're singers. We just like automatically have to Maybe. sing along with it. Yeah, I always, like that. <laughs> if there's like multiple things that are supposed to be stimulating me, the music's going to catch my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Victoria Aveyard, she shares her Spotify playlists that I think are more so the ones she uses when she's writing her books, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And I always thought that was cool too. But I, yeah. Interesting. 
Um, also with, I, I haven't watched the show, but Jay- Daisy Jones and the Six. I think that's mm-hmm. fun that at the very end, it had like all the lyrics to all the songs they talked about. Yeah, I haven't watched the show all the way through, but I, I think it was Emma told me that they were making music specifically for the show. Like it's new songs specifically for the mm. show like Daisy Jones and songs. I don't quote me on that but I and I think that would be really cool to yeah incorporate that um, you know I just was fact checking myself and yes Colleen Hoover has made her own playlists that go along with mm. some of her books and a bunch of fans have of course yeah I like that it's like making have you ever seen people make their book like cast lists or if the book ever became a movie yes. or TV show yes and yeah. it's so cool that Colleen Hoover is the author and is also writing the screen, what screenplay script, whatever. Yeah. For As the movie. Like she should. Yeah. That doesn't happen a lot. And it should always happen. Like they always. need to have a big say in it. Yeah. It's why so many of them are bad. <laughs> yeah. They no, it don't have so, them involved. You're so right. Like I can't, I can't imagine being an author and having my book be turned into a, a TV show or movie and not being a part of it. Oh my gosh. Not... I, I'm too controlling. I'd be like, no, no, you're ruining it. Like that wasn't my vision. I mean, casting fine. You could find like, cause you're never going to have somebody that looks exactly like you envision right. them in your mind right. and you're writing them and it could be completely different. And as long as they're a great actor, great. But yeah, like not being a part of the writing, a part of the set, like just having your hand in every single yeah. piece of it. That would be crazy. the production. Yeah. I don't know that I could, I don't want to be surprised. Yeah, me neither. At the premiere, I'm like, wait. All. Yeah, that would be crazy. I do love that, like, there are some movies and shows where the author makes a little cameo. And I think that yeah. that's really cute. I love mm-hmm. that. I really love that. I think that's very, that's what I would do. Definitely. Yeah. And it shows like, I, I had my hand in this. I approve. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. happy with this outcome. Yeah. It kind of settles the audience too. They're like, oh my yeah. God, she was here. Of course. She, okay. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> At least to. she liked it. Or he, yeah. all yeah. those male authors out there. Yeah, exactly. So what book has had the biggest impact on you or had any impact on you at all? Oh, that's hard because I am not like a reader to better myself. You know, people are like a self-help book or like, I'm like, that's not me. Like I want to get lost in a book and I don't want to think about reality. Like I'm mm-hmm. not trying to better myself reading, you know, I guess yeah. I would say the guest list impacted me because it brought reading yeah. back in my life. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say there's like a, a life changing book that I've read, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, and you're not reading like nonfiction. You're really, truly reading for the enjoyment of it. Yeah. And I think part of that, again, comes from like my, my IV background is I had to read so many books that I wasn't interested in, interested in both fiction and nonfiction, but it's like, I just want to get lost in a book. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I view like TV shows too. I don't want to think too hard. I just want to get swept away in it. No. And if I am thinking, I want it to be like a mystery. Oh yeah. You want to be solving it in your head. Yeah. I don't want to be thinking mm-hmm. about like, how could I apply this to my life? How could I do better? Like that's, that's not the kind of books I'm into. <laughs> Maybe I should, but well, I have a suggestion for you. Okay. So I'm very excited announcing it here first. Ooh, ooh. Uh, the 
co-authors for this book are going to be on this podcast in a couple episodes, actually. So I'm very excited about it. It's called Unwrapped, The Pursuit of Justice for Women Educators by Dr. Kendra Washington-Bass and Kelly Peaks Corner. A doctor. It's, it was so good. It, I mean, you're a teacher, so I think you'll get certain parts of it will resonate with you differently and probably more than it will with me, but it is not just for teachers, not just for educators. It talks about women and leadership and it's these two different perspectives and journeys as these two women worked their way in education and into leadership roles and the perspectives are different. One woman is a white woman, one woman is a black woman. And so it's their perspectives and they're, you know, just talking about how, despite the fact that so many women are teachers and like, there are so many female teachers, there's significantly less women in leadership roles in education. And so, yeah, so they look at, and that's so, so true. So true. And they look at, they tell you their story and then they also give you some facts and it's just, it's a beautiful expression of being bold and brave and kind of accepting yourself and others. And I just, I resonated so much with so many different pieces of it. I know one of the authors personally, she's family to me. Um, And her two daughters were on here last season. Madison and Shelby and so like I was happy to read it and I'm really excited to have them on the podcast but I thought of you specifically I was like this is a book I would read because you talked about like wanting to do something at some point outside of the classroom and I think kind of what if it's in leadership and making a difference that way well and what's funny is I I never thought of that like which is ridiculous because I've been in the education profession basically my whole life. I mean, I was mm-hmm. always like a camp counselor and I was a babysitter, like mm-hmm. some leadership over children my whole life. Yeah. And it's almost exclusively women. But then you think of like superintendents and principals and they're almost exclusively men. And I had this thought and then I read them kind of say this without not in these words, but they said kind of this thought in the book. And I was like, I fucking thought this, but like, of course the men are the leaders because they can lead and the women have to be in the classroom because they're the nurturers and Mm -hmm. like the, like what a sexist thought process, but that's how it plays out in every part of society. (laughs) But like, and it just, it makes sense. And you kind of like how doctors are men and nurses are women. Yeah. It's those kind of things that you see in writing or in black and white or in your face and you sit back and you're just like well I I knew that like and of course it's that and that's like the patriarchy in our head but it's it's a really great book and I really enjoyed it and I'm excited is it it's like publicly out like I can buy it it is it you can buy it now I have the copy of it beautiful unwrapped the pursuit of what unwrapped the pursuit of justice for women educators I'm really excited I'm like trying to convince my principal to buy this for us. It's so good. That could count as professional development, right? A hundred percent. You could even take, I know they have like leadership trainings and it's just um, Kelly Peaks Corner, I know, because she's who I know personally. Like she created her own um, company and does like trainings for leadership trainings and whatnot. And so like they're just- buy it for us. It's amazing. It's a great book. I think everybody should buy it. Everybody should read it. 
whether you're in education or not, but definitely if you're a woman in education or a man or in education, man, yeah. any, anyone in education, read it. Yeah. Maybe you'll get some perspective. So That's um, awesome. that one, I thought of you. Yeah. Like, I'm putting that immediately. on. I'm excited to buy it and I'm going to mm-hmm. get my principal to buy it for the others. Yeah. Buy it for it the already whole has school. a five-star rating on Amazon. Here's a fun question. Okay. If you wrote a book about your life, what would be the title? Okay. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about this one. And I feel like there's so many different parts of me that it'd be hard to find a title that like encompasses, like, I don't want it to be just about my career or like, just you know, Mm -hmm. but I, 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 we talked about this last time. A lot of people recently in my life have described Mm -hmm. me using the word bold and it's something I would never use that word to describe me. So I think, um, a fun title would be like cautiously bold. Oh, I feel like that describes me. Like I'm bold, but I'm not reckless. Like I'm, I'm very cautious in the steps I take in my life. And like, I like to think through every possible outcome before I like try anything new Mm -hmm. or, you know, newness is scary. And I like to think of every good and the good and the bad outcomes. Yeah. I feel like cautiously bold. I like (laughs) that. I like that. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I like that one. And it, and it applies to every part of my life, not just like yeah. I'm a teacher because I don't, mm-hmm. that does not define me. Like it's, it's my career and it's a big part of me, but it does not define me. Yeah. No, I think that's a great, that's a great title. Oh, thank very, you. Very well thought out. Thank and you. I buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I buy it. If I saw that, yeah. well, the cover art would have to be good. But <laughs> there you I go. know they say don't judge a book by its cover, but it's so um, hard not to. I'm going to be honest. If a cover has real people on it, I'm less likely to get it. I'm going to be very, very honest. Yes. No, that's me. There's like a section in my library of all the, the new books. So I like, haven't heard of them and I truly pick based on the cover and they haven't led me astray. Yeah. I mean, that's marketing and like illustration yeah. for you. Yeah. But I, I agree. I judge a book by its cover sometimes. And me too. And sometimes I judge it incorrectly. Yeah. And I'm okay to admit that, but I still yeah. make a judgment. But yeah, I'm vi- I want something visually appealing and yeah. I aesthetically pleasing. Like I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is the last really good book you read? Um, let me look at my, my last five-star read that I rated was the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Ooh, and that was one? in April. Everything okay. after that's been a three or a four. So okay. I guess that was my last really good one. Solid five. And I that one was like extra five for me because I went in with lower expectations. Really? Everyone was hyping it up. And usually um, when that happens, I get overexcited and then I'm disappointed. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. See, I had so I was like prepared to be disappointed and then I loved it. That's so funny. I just assumed that everybody's right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, of course it's going to be good. And then and you're then, disappointed. Yeah. So that's funny that I, yeah. I just, it's why I'm reading fourth wing. Like I said, fantasy is not the first genre I would pick up for myself. And truly everybody has been just talking and raving yeah. about it on every social media platform. And so I was like, look, I'm happy to extend my horizon and read some other genres. Yeah, give so it a try. It. And so I have it on audiobook, and it's all I've been listening to. And it's oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, so good. I you literally was like blushing in my office today. <laughs> my AirPods aren't right. Like nobody can hear this. Oh, that was so me. Good. I just was on an airplane finishing that. 
book that I don't want to mention because I didn't love it. But there were some scenes that I was like, oh, please, no one look over at my Kindle. Right? I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Please don't look over. Like, whoa. I don't think anyone did, but no. if so, yeah. I mean, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're getting it for free. Yeah. So what's a book on your list that you want to read next? Okay. I just um, got from the library Heartbones by Colleen Hoover, which is one of the few I haven't read by her. Mm. Um, and honestly, I'm going in not knowing anything about the plot. So Ooh. yeah, I just like, I was like, oh, Colleen Hoover. It's been on my hold list forever mm. and finally came like ready last night at the same time I finished another. So I was like, okay, this is yeah. it. Here we Don't know what to so you're expect. Not- so you're just gonna go in. She hasn't dis. She only a few of hers out of a, a lot have disappointed me. Mm-hmm. So going in with high hopes. It has four point two nine on Goodreads. Okay, I, I mean, feel like she's that's a pretty popular good. Yeah, author. So yeah, and I feel like I've talked about this with other Colleen Hoover fans before. Is like even her not great in my eyes, not great books. They're still easy, fast, quick reads. Like mm-hmm. her writing style is just captivating. Even if I finish yep. and I'm like, meh, I'm still like, man, I, I finished it quickly and I kept yeah. wanting to read it. So I think about that a lot when it comes to suggesting books to other people or when somebody asks you know, what I'm reading. And I think about that often where it's funny that we'll watch a thousand different shows or movies and not all of them will be like so extraordinary and amazing. Yeah. And books, I feel like I have to... T- justify why I'm reading it realistically yes I could just like it's just a fun it was a quick read it was interesting like it might not have blown my mind it might not have been amazing or crazy but it was entertaining and like that's all I wanted mindless yeah Mm -hmm. and that's how I I think now I have a lot more acceptance around that and being okay with being like, oh no, it was just, it's a really entertaining read. I think you would enjoy it. I think it's fun. It was easy. It was fast. It was great. All yeah. for it. Okay. My favorite question to ask, what book would you like to read again for the very first time? I feel like that's so hard. It's like, uh, like your favorite book. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like maybe like anything in the Harry Potter series, just because it's been a part of me since I was a little girl. Gotcha. That like, like, I wonder what I would think reading it as an adult for the first time. Like, would I still love it as much? Would it still be like as, mm-hmm. as happy and as an escape as it is to me now? I don't know. Cause I don't really read yeah. it. So I don't know if I'd like pick it up today and be like, that was good. I don't know. I am convinced if I read it again for the first time now, I don't know that I would like it the same way. Yeah, And I think it's truly because of the age we were when we read it. Yeah. Like it I, was like true magic. Yeah. It was the first time ever that you're reading alongside it. And so as you're learning to read, inevitably you read it on your own. Like I read the last probably three books, but on my own versus yep. the first couple were read aloud to me. Right. Same. And it's the first time you're envisioning this like a world outside of the one that you know yeah and that and it's being built for you but you can see it in your head and you it's almost real so it's like am I getting a letter like, right oh my gosh yes you know so I think that that's probably why so I don't I know I probably wouldn't like it the same amount but 
Yeah. Also a good one. And it was, there's so many of them. So like we grew up with them, like Mm -hmm. every few years when there was a new one, that was a big chunk of our lives. Yeah. Of our like developmental age Mm -hmm. of our like growing up. Yeah. And so you're, you feel connected to those characters. Yeah. You feel like you're their friend and you're watching them go through their life. Yeah. And they were kind of our age. I mean, a little bit older than us. Yeah. Uh, in the first book but still it's like we yeah we grew up with them yeah so yeah but I love that question because I think about that often like if I could I don't reread books as often as I probably I, I don't reread books almost except the Harry Potter series I almost don't I don't reread any really and I wonder if I would enjoy it but reading something again for the first time what's your answer like, again it's a hard one yeah um mm. I don't know. I know I think, it's hard. I think no exit. I have like a okay. lot. So I think no exit. I would, I think uh, there are many thrillers and mysteries that I would like to read for the first time again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not knowing the ending. Yeah. None shall sleep by Ellie Marty. Like I would love to read that again for the first time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think those are couple like any of those I think I would read again for the first time oh Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard I would like to read again for the first time it's so good she's like one of my favorite authors okay and um, a great Instagram follow so yeah there's quite a few I would read again for the first time I think if I was given the option yeah I think like a mystery is a good answer because then you could go in with it like the weekend away I'd love to read that again without knowing yeah yeah so uh, what are you reading now although you finished a book last night so I did nothing I, no I'll I'll start heartbones tonight okay Kara thank Kendall. you so much for being here oh, thank you for doing so this it was fun both times yeah we talked for a while I don't know how much won't make it but it's been <laughs> over an hour we both can't stop talking so I think the things that won't make it are the books we didn't like. Yeah. People don't need to know about that. No. Discover that on your own. (laughs) You know, that's good advice though, because everyone has different opinions. So someone could have read those books and been like, oh my gosh, they were so good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for doing this. I had so much fun. It's crazy to me that you only picked up books again, like in the last few years, because I feel like- you've been reading consistently I've done so a like, lot in I those few years yeah that I think of you as such an avid reader yeah you're on that like list in my mind of people and I, every time you post something like a book you're reading I'm just like oh my gosh I have to read it I know so I tried there's it. been a few this year that I like am embarrassed to post because they're like <laughs> I'm like oh not all my followers need to see that I'm reading that like yeah, yeah. I'll put that on goodreads as read to count towards my goal but I'm not instagramming yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. but I do yeah. try to like instagram when I've finished one and do a little reading and yeah that's how I get a lot of my suggestions it's not just TikTok but it's everybody else's opinions and the people that I people I I trust yeah yeah and if I don't end up liking it I just won't tell you (laughs) I won't be offended if you don't like it well thank you so much for being here it's been a pleasure yeah it's been so fun and everybody stay tuned for another episode bye everyone Thank you for listening to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. The Book Club episode. 
You can listen wherever you get your podcasts, and if you're interested in any of the books that were discussed in this episode or any of the episodes, they're always listed in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unofficial Book Club Pod, and don't forget to rate and share with all of your friends. Until next time.